And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. This upcoming podcast is rated M for mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast the politics and religion podcast that always wants to make sure that we have consent before we begin how are y'all doing out there in the big wide world this is this is x and i'm your captain this episode and uh, this is episode number 236 and whether you're a new listener or someone who's been with us for the past four years that we've been doing this show i think i speak for everyone when i say that we're glad to have you along for the ride so joining me tonight we have my co-host felicia entwistle and kyle steenblake welcome you too Okay, so before we get started in earnest here, have you guys been doing anything fun in the particular last couple of days or week? Has it been a week already? Fuck, it has been a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it has. has um, I, I had a man tell me that his vote on whether he votes for pro-life uh, candidates or not was none of my business. Okay. I mean, it's, <laughs> Good. it's yeah. literally my business. More than it's his business, who he votes for when it comes to my bodily autonomy. Well, no, 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 because he's a man. That's and Nanya. Therefore, has complete control and so authority over your uterus. It was so yeah. funny. He was like, "It is none of your business." I'm like, "It literally affects me, and not you. Personally, it affects me. So, yeah, it's uh, my yeah, business. It, yeah, it is my business." Bit. Like, hey, let's just pump the brakes here for a second. Let's just pump the brakes. Let's reverse the situation here, sir. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Say I, I had a more weighted vote than you do, which you do, sir. Uh, if I was to be in the position of regulating your dick, <laughs> like, yeah. would you be for that or against that? And would you think it what how I vote on that was your fucking business? Because <laughs> I bet you'd think it I was bet you you do, because <laughs> penis. <laughs> oh, also, so I just have a sad. quick PSA. When men are discussing sexual assault and sexual violence and harassment of any kind, please do not start with the statement, well, I think we need to teach people to be vigilant against attackers and predators before we can start talking about all the other issues. <laughs> okay, dude, honey, sweetie, baby, I'm a woman and I've been taught about my bikini area since I was two. I have been taught about being alone with boys and grown men since I was two. I have heard about leaving my drinks, not just in bars, 
unattended. I have been told about how no means no since I was two years old. As I got into teenagehood, I was, this was reiterated for me, but with more context, like just because he says he loves you doesn't mean he does. Uh, he, You don't owe him anything. Uh, you don't have to do anything. If you feel afraid, get out. These are my entire life. My entire life, I have gone to the bathroom with women. My entire life, I have been afraid of walking in parking lots. I have carried mace. I have had safety measures in place. I will pretend to be on my phone. I will wear my hair in ways that I am... I don't think that somebody can grab if I'm going to be in public alone in a park at a dis discerning time. I know the rules <laughs> about trying to reduce my victimization. You're not teaching me anything by saying, oh, but any man could be a rapist. What the fuck you think I don't know? You don't think all of us women out here don't fucking know? We know that's not really protecting us that much, is it? No, no. So men, start the conversation about the root cause of the problem, all right? Culture and society that allows these kinds of behaviors not only to exist and to be acceptable, but to be encouraged. So stop with the whole, well, I think it's wise for women to consider that all men could potentially be raped. We know! That's what I've been up to. Well, shit, how do I follow up that one? Yeah, I know. <laughs> be like, well, I mean, Felicia, you could have just flipped it around on him a little bit more and be like, I'm sorry, wherever you, were you ever taught as a young man that you should make sure that you scratch the individual that's attacking you just so in case that you're a dead body, they'll be able to get DNA evidence off of them? Jesus. Have you ever been taught that? No? No? Okay, that, that's cool, you know. Uh, the, that's the one of, like, seven million things that you guys right. have to be fucking yeah. hyper-vigilant about Just fucking that men hard. don't have to worry about. We sit there and share strategies. We sit there and talk about ways that we try to prevent being raped, what we would do if we're in this scenario. It's fucking an ever-present exist like threat in our lives. We fucking know. And... The reason that it doesn't work is because we can't control the situation. You see, um, you become a victim not because you wanted to be. But not because you, were you have lazy, no other choice but to not be. Not because you were careless. Not because you were slutty. Because these uh, women get raped when somebody rapes them. Actually, anyone gets raped when somebody rapes them. Um, and almost exclusively men do the raping. Um, so we know. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, we've got a great show for you guys. Got a lot Sorry. today. I'm not going to apologize because that's fucking great information. Yeah. And you know what? You guys need to quit being dicks about it. You need to learn about your shit. Do better. Don't mansplain <laughs> rape to me. Thanks. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and jump into the episode and uh, we're going to drop a commercial on you and we'll be right back. This is the Utah Outcast. Hey, y'all. This is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. And teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So 
Y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. Well, look it up. Look it up. Do research on Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and their trip to, to Haiti and how I think it was their honeymoon they admitted to doing voodoo there together. <laughs> Nothing I love more than interacting with Liz Crokin fans. And the fact that they keep coming to the channel and they keep talking all sorts of crazy mess inside of our comments. I'm just, I'm blown away by all of you people out there that seem to think that I care what you think of me. I'm blown away by the fact that you think that somehow you're going to convince me of your crazy, inane arguments by posting stuff from conspiracy theorist websites or posting it from YouTube. I'm not going to believe any of your guys' stuff until it actually starts happening. Unfortunately, Liz Crokin decided to make yet another video with her finger-painting photo behind her. Not photo, it's a painting. And uh, she's going from I may have to quit the QAnon movement to the title of this one. She warns of vigilante justice if mass arrests don't happen soon. So here we go. I was sensing and hoping that the arrest would happen around Christmas time at the end of last year, and they didn't. So I was very down and depressed about that. Nice snort there, lady. Down and depressed by something that you figured was going to happen and didn't happen. I feel that way sometimes, but usually it's for things that are presents that come my way. Not mass arrests of people that you guys have no evidence of these things actually coming down the pipe. Oh, but you need to wake up, X. You need to come and check out this fucking conspiracy website. And we're going to tell you that we're right. We're totally right. You should check out the Q clock. It's going to make everything make sense. No. Live in this world, you idiots. Come on. But... They need to happen this year. And if they don't happen before 2020, President Trump's going to lose support. He promised. He's already losing support. The GOP is already starting to fracture against him with his whole wall bullcrap that he keeps pulling out there. At the State of the Union, he's probably going to try to tap dance his way into being a centrist again because he realizes that the writing's on the wall and everybody's telling him, you're not in charge anymore. You had two years to get all the stuff that you wanted to get done, you fucking idiot. But no, 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 we're going to go ahead and just play party games. And then we're going to trip over our own dicks when we get legislation that it's easily passable. But you guys can't even manage to whip the votes in your own fucking party. Yeah, he's going to lose support in 2020. The GOP is going to fucking dissolve after 2020. That he would take Hillary Clinton down. He said that he would assign a special prosecutor to investigate her crimes. Hmm. Has that happened? Oh, I know uh, Faye Graham has been talking about it quite a bit, but nothing has happened with him. He hasn't done it yet. Where's that special prosecutor? And, okay, they're going to look at the evidence for all of the other times that all of the email shit was brought up. Guess what they're going to find? Nothing. Because she knows how to play this game. Even if she was to have done something illegal or horrible, she knows how to cover her tracks a hell of a lot better than any of you guys in the Republican Party do. Jesus. We haven't forgotten. We want to see justice for real criminals. We know these people are torturing children. They're raping kids. Where? When? What's their names? What are they doing? Why aren't you having direct action against them? Are you waiting for the police force? The police aren't there to save you. The police don't care about crime. The police care about property protection and getting the money for the state. Quit trusting cops. They're ripping their body parts apart. They're selling their organs on the black market. 
I mean, they are doing the most horrific crimes against humanity on children. And and it's not making the news anywhere besides your guys' obscure ass corner of the internet. Uh okay. It's unacceptable. And President Trump needs to make sure that his DOJ goes after the real criminals. And if he doesn't, which I know he will. The guy that's currently running the DOJ sold a studly toilet or whatever the hell he called it because he seemed to think that more men would buy a toilet where when they tuck their dick into it, they're not going to drip into the water. Most men do not have that problem. Trust me, I know from years of experience. I trust him, and he's never let us down. But Except now. Except because he hasn't done it in two years. Uh, I think every month that he's gone by and not done what you expected him to do, you've been disappointed by him. Right now, you're saying that you were disappointed. At the very beginning of this little clip that you had here, you were disappointed at the fact that mass arrests haven't happened yet. So therefore, Donald Trump hasn't kept wind of his DOJ, and he hasn't made them do what he wants them to do. Therefore, he's not doing it, and you're disappointed in him. They need to do it before 2020, because I believe if he doesn't, then he's going to lose support. You said all this already. I'm not repeating myself. And and, and people are just going to get fed up. And and honestly, people will start taking to the streets. I, I mean, I'm ready now to physically go to John Podesta's house and drag him out of his house. Do it then. Do it. Prove it to us. Show us that you're ready to do this thing. Show me how crazy the QAnon people really are. Start dragging people out into the streets and see see where that gets you. Just see where that gets you. When you guys try to make arrests and do assault on people with no good reasoning. Just go ahead and go ahead and start doing that shit. Please, I beg you, please, if there is a merciful God in this universe, which there isn't, he would let you guys start doing all this stuff. He'd fire little crackly little energy bolts into your brain, and you'd see John Podesta getting pulled out of his house by Liz fucking Crokin. But that's a fantasy world, just like the one that you're living in, Liz. Well, I'm all for citizen arrests at this point. I, and so am I. And and that's why, you know, people are, it's, it's, it's just, this is dragged on for too long. And you're going to continue to wait because you guys have no balls. And if you keep it up, you're going to lose a couple more fingers, too, because I'm sure the cops aren't going to play nice with your little nubs. We need to start seeing arrests of the real criminals. And I just pray to God that they happen really soon, because if they don't, I just prayed to God for something else to happen. And nothing happened. Dear Lord, I pray right now that if you existed in this universe, you would strike me dead where I sit. Nothing. There's nobody up there. I think that so much is coming out about the sex trafficking, what they do to kids. We are going to start seeing vigilante justice, and that that could get really dangerous, and that could cause a civil war in this country. They're not going to have a civil war based on kitty diddling. If that was the case, you guys should be arresting the fucking Catholic Church, the Jehovah's Witnesses, the Mormon Church. Shit, we just found out today that the guy that makes the temple videos and one of the co-founders of Sundance was a kitty diddler. Religion breeds these people, and yet you guys keep defending them because somehow... Them being men of God is something that makes it all a-okay. Oh, shit. Not this thing. And and I know that there are people in the movement who have been very pro-Q, 
who have taken a step back because because it's not real and because people have come out and made videos saying look we made the q stuff and it's not real they they're they're very frustrated with how slowly everything's moved and they're very frustrated that the, there's been zero arrests it's almost like it's a movement based on nothing and made with nothing and has guess what nothing as results all it's done is just amp you people up make you pissed off and then all of a sudden you're going to retreat Back into your fucking little hidey holes because you're afraid of demand coming to get you. So I just, people are getting really fed up and starting to doubt Q. And so I just pray that Q throws us just one, just throw us one arrest, you know? Just one arrest to somebody who has some sort of tie to somebody that we can make a, uh, a Q clock definition as like, oh, well, he was arrested for, um, uh, molesting justice. Yes, okay, that's what it is. Justice for the molester. We're gonna get him. QAnon was right. Yeah! Where we go one, we go all. So we know that we're moving in the right direction here. <laughs> I hate this lady so much. <laughs> Listen. Just because you believe something really, really, really hard doesn't make it real. I wanted my teddy bear when I was a little kid because the Snuggle commercials first came out. I wanted my teddy bear to be real. I thought and I hoped and I prayed every night that God would make my teddy bear into a living animal. And it never happened, and it's probably a good thing because a bear will maul your fucking face off without even thinking about it. Liz, why don't you go camping and go meet some bears? Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube. Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. And they take his wife and decapitate her head off in front of him. And then they can look at him and say, isn't it great? To not have to worry about being judged. Isn't it great that there's nothing wrong with this? There's no right or wrong. Now is it, dude? And then you take a sharp knife and take his manhood and hold it in front of him and say, wouldn't it be something if this was something wrong with this? But you're the one that says there's no God, there's no right, there's no wrong. So we're just having fun. We're sick in the head. Have a nice day. So, Duck Dynasty's Phil Robertson. What a peach. Um, <laughs> oh, darling. Yeah. The same guy who said last year that the Bible could prevent murder. <laughs> what that even means? This guy. And like this is, this is the same guy that had a like fantasy about beheading some other person's like wife or something, or yes, husband and making the wife and weird, kids watch. and Very weird rape fantasy. Very weird rape. Very specific. So very they, specific. Yeah. And then was like, that's the world liberals want. And we're like, we think that's the world you want, dude. <laughs> no, I just want lots of people having as much sexy times as they want to have with whatever controlled substances they wish to partake in while getting a free fucking college education, being able to go see somebody in the morning because you're depressed about your night the previous day <laughs> without having to fucking pay for it. Oh, God. It's like a socialist nightmare that every one of my needs is fucking met, and I can actually do what I want to do for my life instead of having to fucking slave away at shit. Oh, my God. It's the 
worst. Yeah, it, it, it would be really, yeah, it's, it sounds like a socialist nightmare. The <laughs> idea that your uh, existence is granted basic di- dignity and you can't be coerced through homelessness or starvation to work in a shitty job. Yeah, but my freeze peach. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he has the ultimate health insurance plan, according to this article here. Oh, good. I'm excited. Immortality. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I mean really, I, I paid off fast. Yeah, I can't. I can't argue with his logic there. But that so is, is he- the ultimate health care plan. What is he going to do? Just don't die. <laughs> walk around everywhere with a fucking katana and be like, I'm going to find the Highlander. I'm going to find him one of these days. I've mean... trained with the blade. <laughs> While you were watching TV and football, I was practicing the blade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he made comments during an interview with uh, Fox Business News host Neil Cavuto's show. While pushing back against the presidential candidate, Senator uh, Kamala Harris, who's Platform includes single-payer health care, and this is his quote. I already have health care. It's given to me by God. Okay. I'm already fucked. He says, it's eternal health care. I'm guaranteed to be raised from the dead. I have life and immortality given to me by God through Jesus Christ. The temporary reprieve is not worth it. I'm telling Harris, I have eternal health care and it's free. It's, it's mm-hmm. not no, it's not free. Doctors can give you a little temporary reprieve, but they cannot save you from physical death. The doctors who treat you, they die too. It's called the human condition, yeah, Phil. Yeah, I mean, imagine <laughs> that. I want to take this time to remind everyone that he's an entire fraud. He's a complete con man oh, no, who was yeah, an absolute yuppie who lived the yuppie lifestyle with polos and golfing up until he got a deal to do Duck Dynasty, the television show. And this is all an act. And although at this point, I don't know how much of his own smarts, uh, farts that he's sm- sniffing, uh, he definitely <laughs> is still a con. And he just says things because he thinks that it's going to get him attention. He doesn't really care what his words do how they impact people, or how absolutely insane they sound. In fact, the crazier, the better. Because almost no one who's religious would say that, you know, you don't feel so good. Don't worry. There's eternal health care next time. It's fun. Take two Bibles. Yeah. Con man. He's a con man. So the article here says, uh, it's amazing that the guy that considers himself pro-life is basically saying that being with Jesus, i.e. death, is a better alternative than medicine. <laughs> because, uh, you know, that temporary reprieve, totally not worth it. You know, that reprieve that can last several years or decades even. Decades <laughs> even. In the case of my existence at all, because my dad had cancer as a baby. So, so the, the article continues. It says, using Robertson's logic, mothers who opt for the procedure are just sending their... Uh, they're talking about... Um, Abortion is what we're talking about here. So uh, mothers who opt for the procedure are just sending their babies straight to Jesus. And you should be happy about that. You know, I mean, there's precedents in the Bible to believe that, too. So and so there's a interesting little question that the the article writer here posts postulates to Mr. Robertson's like, if you were uh, diagnosed with cancer tomorrow. Would you stay true to that word in the rest of the opinion? He's a fucking con in regards to chemotherapy. He's wealthy as shit. 
And he no, says he's another lie right to here. Poor people. He's talking to poor people who think that he's one of them due to parasocial relationships and a lack of education in which to contextualize these kinds of relationships, who are unable to access this kind of medica- medic um uh, medicine and so and this kind of care so what they do is they hear yeah there is hope he's right she is dumb he's preying on people Mm -hmm. because he's a con man and he's on fox and getting paid to be on fox con (laughs) man he says in the interview conservatives would say that stupid shit you just know it's sensational and it gets him attention and i think it's okay for us to address it as long as we just don't ever take him seriously and say he's a fucking con man so he said in the interview he's doing he's done just fine without health care for 50 years bullshit (laughs) (laughs) that sounds people didn't live out the middle ages to long lives because they didn't have fucking medicine you've had medicine phil and i know you have yeah (laughs) did you know that if you're not a patreon patron you're not getting the entire show each week it's true we record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil you're missing out starting at the one and two dollar levels you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. I'm the eye hole man. I'm the only one that's allowed to have eye holes. Get up out of here with my eye holes. Eye holes. Get them today. Ikea. You got to be careful, Morty. If that guy catches you with the box of his eye holes, he comes bursting in through a window and just starts kicking the shit out of you. But it's worth the risk. They melt in your mouth, Morty. They're delicious. Dad, I can't believe you're explaining alien cereal. We're worried about Jerry. Well, you're 39 years too late. Or, you know, however old he is. Is he Is he 50? Jesus Christ, Beth, is is Jerry 50? So we got Mark Taylor along with Christopher McDonald on the McFiles again, and uh, Christopher McDonald has a new eagle behind his shoulder on an American flag on uh, along with the other two eagles that are above him. He's going for peak eagle here. He really needs to be wearing a wolf shirt when he's doing these episodes because that's all that I could think of, and um, being unable to, you know, have his guest actually have a decent lighting on him, he's got Mark Taylor with him, retired fireman Mark Taylor, it says, with a light way the fuck behind him that is casting the worst shadows here. You want to front light yourself. That's what you're supposed to do, Mr. McDonald. How about you learn how to make good videos? So here we go. I want to uh, start with something. Uh, you tweeted out on Wednesday, the 30th of January. It was an interesting story. Um, and when you read it on the surface, it don't mean a lot to a lot of folks, but it caught your eye and it caught my eye too. You're such a sycophant for Mark Taylor. 
Does anybody else see the fanboy look in his eyes whenever he has these Mark Taylor videos? He's like, what? He's like the dog on the old uh, Warner Brothers cartoons. Like, what are we going to do, Butch? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Let's go do this. Let's go beat up some cats. Nah. That's what it feels like to me. And Mark Taylor is the big dog until the end of the video, the episode. Nah. Never mind. You guys don't care about old ass fucking cartoons. Instead, let's talk about Mark Taylor in this uh, news item that on the surface doesn't seem like anything. Because it's not anything. But uh, there was a judge that um, was going to be over the Guantanamo Bay 9-11 hearings, and his eyesight went bad. And they had to cancel that hearing, and you tweeted out something to the effect that this is the enemy's attack. But it's right. prophetic ramifications, Mark. Okay, so I went out there, and I went to go find the uh, the article they were talking about. I couldn't find the specific one, but I found one from the Wichita Eagle. Where it was talking about the judge in the 9-11 case abruptly canceled his a pre-trial hearing because he required emergency surgery for a detaching retina. Not loss of eyesight. He had literally his retina detaching from the back of his fucking eyeball. There's lots of cases of that happening in people. It's not weird. It's not magic. It's not crazy. The guy is a marine. Those guys play rough sometimes. So you know what? His wife and him could have been in the bedroom having great times and she punched him in the face because that's the way he likes it and he didn't say red. And that could have been the cause of the detached retina. You don't know. None of you fucking know all of the stuff that you claim to know. Is that the the vision of the judges have got to be clear right now because look, right. everything we've talked about, me and you for the last year, everything a lot of folks are prophesying, a lot of things that people are saying... <laughs> It's coming down to clean justice and a pure justice system right. for America. You, we've got to clean this corruption out because if we don't, we're going to lose a lot more than just a few votes in an election. This justice system to me is about our country. This is the foundation of America. It was a military tribunal. Aren't you guys crazy about that? Why didn't you make more of a thing of that? This isn't your typical judge here, guys. And justice for all. I'm going to let you jump off the boat, buddy. Start talking about that and we'll go from here. Good to see you today, man. Can I suck your dick while you're at it, Mark? How about that? Do you want me to do that for you? I'll even give you a rusty venture. Or a dirty semen. Or, um, let's see, a Rick Sanchez. I don't know if that's one of them, but it made me laugh. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show again, Chris. Uh, you know, this this judge down at Guantanamo, uh, he, he was literally, I think he had a detached retina in his eye, and his eyesight yeah. started going dark during this trial. One of his eyes. Not both. One of them. Now, this was a tribunal of the 9-11, uh, so I think it was six individuals down there. It was, uh, it was put out by the Miami Herald. So, I mean, you know, they had to take this guy and airlift him back to the United States because he had to have emergency surgery. Now, here's the prophetic of, of this part of this, the story, what the Lord's showing. This is a very high-level attack coming against this judge. High-level attack, huh? I got something for this. Hang on. All right, let's go. Uh, we, we've seen other attacks with other people uh, where they have had physical, literal physical damage done to their bodies because of a high-level witchcraft attack, and that's what this is. Why don't we have our own witch force, if that's the case, Mark? Why didn't the CIA try to do that kind of thing? Isn't that what the whole plot of, like, Stranger Things is? Why can't we have witch force? So what the enemy's trying to do right now is they're trying to blind the eyesight, literally trying to blind the eyesight of these judges right now. A blind judge will still be able to carry out sentencing. 
a blind judge can still listen to the merits of a case. He can still fight the good fight. He just wouldn't be able to see. But we're talking about a guy that was suffering a detached retina that took him more than 16 hours to get from Guantanamo Bay in Cuba because they didn't have the proper medical facilities for the guy to have eyeball surgery. So it took him about 16 hours for him to get to Miami. How's that prophetic? How is your opinion the same as God? How is your magical thinking up here and saying vague shit magic? How is it that everything that you seem to think happens happens, but in backronyms, like you, you make it fit, whatever the shit happened. Well, I thought it was going to be this, but it ended up being this, but that makes my opinion much better. I want my fucking witch force. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Again, uh, he wasn't questioning the Secretary of State's intelligence. He made he, he made a joke. Maybe you guys should uh, get a sense of humor and try it sometime. But um, he simply made a joke. He's been extremely clear time and time again, despite the fact that you guys want to continue to bring this up and create a story. He's got 100% confidence in the Secretary of State. He said it uh, multiple times over the last couple of weeks. And we're trying to move forward and focus on the agenda while you guys want to move forward and talk about who likes who you guys know that christian dominionism should scare the living fuck out of you it really should oh wait then we're past we're not to, wait fuck the three minute rule yeah. we don't care about that <laughs> well, we missed it well and we've been demonetized this week fucking hard even though we tried to get around that i think it matters like for the people that they'd go through and manually review if they agree with us or not i think that's what a lot of it has to be well there, you know there like there is the concern that progressives are actually being demonetized um, especially, at for, yeah, yeah, at a higher rate. And they're especially targeting any, uh, trans material towards mm -hmm. children. And I mean, this is all wholesome material. Like it is all very, very wholesome, very age appropriate stuff. Yeah. Um, but anything trans or L <laughs> LGBTQ really in general, that's directed at kids, um, that stuff gets targeted hard, 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 hard. It's really messed up. So, yeah, I'm not really shocked that a uh, progressive YouTube channel is uh, <laughs> being targeted. Yeah. So, anyway, White House press secretary and uh, alien hiding in a skin suit, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Very much so. <laughs> oh, said on I don't know this, what you mean. <laughs> is that better? A <laughs> <The> cockroach <laughs> alien. She's... <laughs> She's really, Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, really, she's just kind of like an unemployed pirate. <laughs> I like how people have trademarked her. Her saying, "Look," and they've they've made it so you have the, it's all italicized always, and it's capital L, lowercase O, and then you have a fucking giant uppercase O, and then a K. A lowercase K because it's supposed to look like her fucking lazy eye that she has. <laughs> Mean. Look, oh, we don't so know mean. where to look. We can't tell. <laughs> Sarah, who are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet in the briefing room where she You're just calls on somebody. Sarah, and two or Sarah, three, who are you looking three, at? I can't yeah, tell. Two, two or three, two or three people in the press are like, uh, wait, which one? Of, we can't tell. Who are you looking at here? And Jim Acosta's like, she must be talking about me. I'm Jim Acosta. I'm so fucking important. <laughs> she needs to just like lift it up a little bit. Be like, there, I got it. <laughs> She'd pull the skin back and put a scrunchie on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So Sanders spoke with uh, David Brody and um, oh, sorry, we we skipped hold of that passes first part here where it says she said this past couple of weeks that God quote wanted Donald Trump to become president. Sure uh, just sure like he, he wanted Herman Cain. Just like he wanted Mike. Or let's see, not yeah. Mike Pence, but uh, uh, Santorum to win. Got really mad about this one. No, Caesar. <laughs> uh, I know. I know a lot of atheists got mad about this one. I'm like, but isn't that like what every politician says? Uh-huh. I was called by God. I mean, when the Blues God Brothers say, me. when the Blues Brothers said we're on a mission from God, I just let him go on with it because that's a fucking great movie. But you know, <laughs> they're yeah. not crafting foreign policy. I mean, he's not either, but. God damn it. Well, <laughs> he is whether he means to or not. Yeah. During yeah. his executive time. So, uh, and she says this is what she had to fucking quote. And it says, I think God calls all of us to fill different roles at different times. And I think he wanted Donald Trump to become president, she said. Okay, then. So he wanted Obama, too. Sure. So yeah. maybe you shouldn't be undoing all of his legacy. It's fine. And I would have killed if anybody in the press pool had at that point in time said, if God wanted him to become president so bad, why did he need so much help from how the come Russians he did, and everybody else? How come he didn't get, he got three million less votes? I mean, three million. That's I mean, like, you're, you're hoping that the media would actually stand up to people like this. Oh, they when, won't, though. No, 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 they won't, because if they did, they would lose all access. But they also won't call a lie a lie, and that's yeah. one thing that bugs yeah, the shit out problem. of me, so... Cody Johnston from uh, Even More News, some more news. Sorry, Even More News is their podcast, which I also listen to. Um, that's yes, Caesar. That's a marker. Uh, he always is like, say to him, Mister President, that's not true. Here on this date, you said this, and now you're saying this. Those cannot both be true, Mister President. Do you care to account for this? Mr. President? Nope, they're just going to let it keep on sliding. Yep. So. <laughs> so it says here that uh, she said that, uh, and that's why he's here. And I think he's done a tremendous job in supporting a lot of the things that people of faith really care about. Well, I mean, yeah. He's right about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people of faith really do care about being able to actively discriminate against uh, people. LGBT people, yeah. you know, and... Just people uh, in general, yeah. Yeah, just people in general. Just uh, any any vulnerable class, really, uh, is what they want to they want to discriminate against. Um, yes, I understand that there's a lot of uh, black people of faith. Um, some of them want to be able to discriminate willy nilly as well. Um, it's almost like no single person is uh, perfectly 
above board, I guess you could say. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, the white ones that Trump is pandering to, um, they just basically want to be able to kick black people out of their restaurants and LGBT people out of their homes and, and deny uh, health care you know? and women back into the home and yeah, yeah and deny health care because how else are you going to coerce people to work in shitty jobs if you don't restrict things that are necessary for them to live. So the CBN network also asked Sanders about the plight of Christians in Syria, given Trump's plan to withdraw from uh, sorry, U.S. forces from the country. And she starts off with, look, the president oh, made clear. That we support Christians, and I'm not making that up. She did say "look" mm-hmm. to begin with. So, look, look, <laughs> uh, that we su- that we support the Kurds. He's made that clear to Turkey. He's made it clear publicly on a number of fronts. And just one of the reasons that the president has been tough on Iran is to make sure that people don't feel threatened. Yeah, that's... they had a treaty. We had a treaty with them, and it we was did. working just fine. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah. We're still going to have a presence in the region, but as much as we can continue to totally and completely destroy ISIS, the president wants our troops out of Syria, and he wants to be able to bring home more of them back home. Hey. Which, I agree, we shouldn't be there to begin with, but we broke it, and we're, I don't know, it's a fucking quagmire. It's It's been a proxy war. Between mm. the major powers for quite a while. Well, yeah, and yeah. honestly, it's yeah. it's only be, honestly because of U.S. capitalist interests, like uh, U.S. corporate interests, is the only reason that we get involved in this shit at all. If if it had anything to do with humanitarian or for supporting the right regime or preventing dictators or anything, we'd be doing something about the fucking genocide in hey. Myanmar. Hey guys, wh- why do you think we're still in Afghanistan? What? Uh, are we doing anything there? No. We Oh, we provide a base for um, industrial military complex to test out their new shit. Oh, okay. I got Ooh. it. There you go. Hmm. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, we don't get involved in things that are actually matter to humanitarian aid. And if we did, we would do things very differently in the regions. Oh, yeah. Now, there's, there's a lot there. There's a lot that could be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, really, the... the the one thing, the one thing that, that could make the most difference would be for the U.S. government to acknowledge the role it played actively in prop, unintentionally, maybe, propping up ISIS to begin with. Well, we but just... then we'd also have to go back and say, oh, yeah, we also propped up the Taliban. Oh, yeah. yeah, we also propped up these bad guys. Also, oh, yeah, yep, we, we propped also, up these. <laughs> yeah, we also led to dictators up in a bunch of South, Southern American countries because of our corporate interests. Yeah, uh, and don't even Venezuela. get me started on fucking Venezuela right now, because when they said we're going to send humanitarian effort, I'm like, does a humanitarian effort come with SEAL Team 6? <laughs> it probably does. <laughs> Does. Anyway, so uh, I want to just wrap it up with on this one because it's just it's crazy to me that Christian Dominionists actually believe this shit and they're actually like he is the Keith God's choice for president, and that's not going to taste good. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's in a mood. He keeps knocking things off the desk and everything too. <laughs> but the uh, Jim Baker actually came out and said something about uh, why Trump has an orange glow. No. He literally did. I don't have the exact quote in front of me. It came up in the Slack channel. I read the fucking article. And he has an orange glow because that's the essence of God 
shining through him. <laughs> what? That's okay. Not okay. spray on tan. No. <laughs> Jim Baker, you liar. Liar, liar. You don't believe that for a second. Okay, bye, Caesar. And now I get to use his name in tags. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nobody's father who art nowhere. I know you can't hear me. Completely ignore this prayer. Nothing art thou, and nothing will thou ever be. Jesus was just a man. So just for an interesting little thing here, uh, I'm going to give you guys a taste of the the book that I started writing that I haven't gotten anywhere with in quite a long time. I do need to come back and visit it. But the fact is, the YouTube channel here that I do keeps me pretty goddamn busy. Hi, it's X, by the way. Uh, Kyle and Felicia are very integral to this channel. However, I'm here a, a lot of the time when they're not, and I, I don't feel like bothering them at home. So that's why you see a lot of X on this channel, because I set it up and I do most of the social media stuff and a bunch of other things. Kyle and Felicia are very, very much my best friends when it comes to doing this kind of thing. I've done the podcast with them for about four years. And at the same time, I do a lot of stuff uh, individually. But I, I did, like I said, I did start writing a book quite a while ago. Uh, never got around to it. It's, uh, I have on my document here calling it Stupid Book Title. And I think I ended up changing it to calling it uh, 3D Conversions, which the book should tell you uh, when, when I actually get around to typing some more of it, what that actually means. But in, in my life, I've, I've had three very different deconversions. First of all, there's the deconversion from... Being a uh, Baptist kid growing up, I was pretty religious, and I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Second deconversion is the fact that I'm a, I'm not all het. I'm not all hetero. I, there's, there's bits about me that I, in the past was impossible for me to embrace because my parents would disown me for, you know, having lust for something that wasn't what they expected me to have lust for. I don't know what it is. I, I I am living in a hetero relationship, but I can't say that I don't enjoy the feast of the eyes that is the human body. Pretty fucking cool things, if you ask me. I'm not embarrassed by it, and I'm not ashamed by it. Fuck, if you listen to this show at any time, we've talked about this quite a bit. But with me, this being a me and you in an intimate kind of setting, I blush a little bit. Sorry. And the third deconversion for me and some of you may have heard me talk about this on other things before, is the fact that uh, I was one of those prototypical YouTube atheist Gamergate kind of guys there for a while. I was, um, I was pretty much a closeted misogynist, and I wasn't overt about it because I still had lots of uh, female friends. I, I never acted that way around my wife or my kids, and I was, uh, I was kind of being a shitty human being, and... I always had a lot of love for the LGBTQ crowd, but I didn't understand um, the dynamics of racism. I didn't understand the concept of privilege. I didn't understand a lot of the things that people were throwing around and poking fun at. Guys like Sargon of Akkad, who I used to follow. Um, I could list a whole bunch of other ones, but you guys don't need me to do that kind of shit. So anyway, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go over... Um, mainly just the, the, the beginnings of the, the couple of things that I've had here. I, when you, when, sometimes when you write a book, you, you write bits and pieces of stuff that flashes into your head and then you come back to it later and you cobble, cobble it all together. So 
I'm going to go over at least the humble beginnings that I've got written down here, and hopefully you enjoy, and we'll see if you guys want more. So I was born in the middle of January, in the very last year of the decade that was best known for Disco, Star Wars, and Kiss. I wasn't due to arrive outside my mom's uterus for another 10 weeks or so. So to say that I've been an inconvenience for people for my entire life has literally been an ongoing thing since the day of my birth. Due to complications with childbirth, I was born with uh, my lungs collapsed. I had to live in an incubator for quite some time. I've had sight issues, um, respiratory issues. Um, I have had tinnitus in my ear. In, in my ears, I should say both of them. My entire life, I don't know any different. Don't feel any pity for me. That's not what I'm asking for. Um, due to those respiratory issues, I've had pneumonia quite a few times. Uh, and it probably will be the thing that kills me. And later on, when I get into the story, I'll talk much more about the fact that I did have a near-death experience at one time. Not exactly going to be what I thought it was. It was just brain kind of making up hallucinations, telling you to shut. it's going to shut down here in a bit. So anyway... Uh, I don't write any of this for pity, so don't mind me, folks. It's just how my body works, and I'm sure many of you have your quirks as well. One thing about being born a preemie is the problem of bonding. When you're stuck in a NICU um, after birth, much care is given to ensure that the newborn child and its parents spend a lot of time together in order to help everyone get used to the new dynamic that's been formed. Alas, I was in an incubator for many weeks, and I feel that I've always been slightly at arm's length with my entire family. I know that they did their best to visit. I've seen the pictures, but it's here that I'm going to put the first flag in what I had to describe as my empathy problem. And I honestly do think that's one of the biggest problems in culture right now, is that a lot of folks don't have a very well-developed sense of empathy. I can't blame them for it. I was one of them. You can't help but be selfish in a world where uh, everything's trying to kill you, you know? With my parents worrying about whether or not I was going to survive, I've been saddled with the additional burden of being considered a miracle baby. And thanks to the religious nature of my loving mom, who is absolutely super-duper fucking ultra-religious, I've been told from an early age that I was destined for greatness. I doubt they would consider the laundry list of things that I've done in my life as something destined for greatness, uh, like dropping out of college after attaining an associate's degree, jumping straight into the job market, uh, binge gaming for nearly 20 years, and then later, um, binging on alcohol. And worst of all, becoming a wannabe podcaster and YouTuber. It is all of that, if all of that is somehow God's grand plan, I really have to laugh, but not too hard, because despite all of the talent that I had and all of the hard work that I put in throughout school, I have to realize at some time in my life that I honestly did squander a lot of the leg up that I was given over certain folks who had to have a much harder life than I did. I feel like that when I reached adulthood, met my now wife, and started becoming more and more successful in whatever field I was in at that time, that, that's when my brain fizzled. The pilot light went out, and I had no time for academics anymore. But let's get back into this childhood shit, you know, cart before the horse and all those old, old-timey old platitudes. Of all the places that I had to be born, my old man happened to be stationed in Texas. Uh, this, of course, means that I'm a Texan by birth, which really doesn't mean much when you're a child of an enlisted service member in America's armed forces, but most posts or bases for the people raised living on them 
are essentially the same kind of person, regardless of what place we moved or moved to or moved from during his, my dad's career in the Air Force. It's a pretty homogenous upbringing, even while overseas. I mean, ask any other military kid, and you have a shared experience of being a military kid for the most part. Most part. And then it jumps ahead quite a bit to um, me talking about the the first moment where I had that holy shits moment where uh, I had my brain scrambled by the fact that I don't need God anymore. So anyway, it was it was during the winter of 2004 in the city of Layton, Utah, when my brain passively decided that my tenuous lack of belief, or sorry, my tenuous belief in God that my parents had raised me to believe in was completely gone and never coming back. I was working for a company that uh, provided parts for various mechanic shops, shops at Hill Air Force Base here in Utah. I was delivering various parts for airplane repair via my walking route that spanned about three or four miles each day, as my company didn't have the uh, fleet vehicles enough to give each employee a chance to drive one around, so I ended up having to walk quite a bit every single day. But seeing how I had about uh, seven to eight locations that I needed to visit, and there was usually a goodly amount of distance between each one of these buildings, I had the lion's share of my day spent hauling around a cardboard box full of heavy-ass products on my shoulder to the sites that I needed to visit. So in the span of a an eight-hour day, I'd have about two and a half hours of walking to and fro. That gives you a lot of time to be alone with your brain. Um, it was there that the ample time was given to me to take on those big questions like, who am I? What is the purpose of this existence? Uh, am I insane? You know, the light lifting that couldn't be filled up with the allure of smartphones constantly belching out statuses and commentary. Sure, I had music, but nothing like we have now. During those hours alone in my head, I had the time to query the deep memories that we, that we all have to help me answer the questions we all at one time have asked ourselves. Truth be told, I wasn't a full-blown atheist at the time. I had my questions, of course, and uh, to help alleviate the guilt that we all felt at one time when leaving the religion of our parents, I borrowed the term agnostic, thinking that I had somehow beat the system. If there were a God, they would forgive me for not having a Jesus Christ heart on because I lived a good life and was good to my fellow man. As long as I didn't do anything too salacious or mean-spirited, or any of the other big commandments. I, I should be fine, all right. How wrong I was, because it was that winter walk that I was completing part of the circuit uh, when that answer dawned in my head. I was already living a life without God. I was already a good person without the promise of heaven or, or the threat of hell. I was doing all of this without some angel on this shoulder and a demon on this shoulder. I didn't need a de deity anymore. And so my brain belched out the uh, the line that I'll always remember. There's probably no God. And whether real or after the fact wincing, because uh, my parents had taught me that if you doubted belief in God, he would strike down the non-believer. And so immediately, I had a holy shit moment. And the thoughts in my brain just exploded like fireworks. I can recall freezing there, on the spot, carrying this big-ass stuff of things. And I stared at the crisp, clear blue sky, which in Utah, summer has some of the prettiest, I mean, sorry, winter has some of the prettiest skies out there. And I realized that it never looked more beautiful than it did at that moment. My asshole of a mind kicked into overdrive with conflicting questions. How is this possible? How am I still alive? 
You just committed one of the biggest sins imaginable. You just said that there's no God. Next, this is blasphemy. They used to murder people for saying stuff like this. I wasn't struck down. There was no lightning bolt. Oh my God, my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. So I picked up my stuff, continued with my job, even though my head was ringing with all the thoughts that kept surfacing, even though I was doing my best to wash them. The blinders were off, the world had just been tipped off its axis a bit, and I had to finish my fucking day job. And I've got a couple other things written here, but um, they're mainly the other deconversions and everything. I'll save this next one for you guys on another video, because it felt good to get this out there in the world. Um, I need to create more, that's all I know. You should leave nature alone, and go back to the way I was? Is that what you're saying, Hackman? I'm saying that sometimes you need to just live with the cards you're dealt, Christopher. Stop calling me Christopher! That name no longer has meaning to me. Christopher was someone who lived in a wheelchair, always being pushed around by others. The old Christopher Reeve is dead. From now on, I am... Chris. It's the coach, not the coach. Not a coach. <laughs> not not, not, a, not coach. a coach. Not Dave Dobbenmeyer. We don't have him on audio. Uh, because I'm lazy and I don't want to do a lot of editing this week. I'm sorry, guys, because he was at some sort of uh, um, he was at some sort of event that he was doing. So I'm just going to read it here. This comes from Pathios.com. This is the Progressive Secular Humanist blog. Good blog. Second only to uh, him. At I was, at the front I of was APS, interviewed. So. Or, or no, my, one of my interviews uh, with City Weekly was featured on there once. Sweet. Yeah. So, uh, it says, Christian panic. Gullible rubes are worried big businesses using aborted fetal tissue in food supplements, additives, <laughs> and sweeteners. So conservative Christian activist Dave Dovenmeyer is sounding the alarm, warning his followers that abortion is big business. No. No, yeah, it's not. No. That's why they all have to be done with just donations, usually, you know. Yeah, they're not done at home. Hmm. Yeah, and companies are secretly using aborted fetal tissue in food supplements, additives, sweeteners, and other things that human beings ingest, it says here. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? I mean, and what's the... Well, and okay, if they did, even if they did, what's the problem? Well, the Crutzfield-Jacobs disease is one of them, but... Well, I mean, is that really a problem? Well, I would say the problem is efficiency. Like, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it takes a lot more energy to create that little fetus There's than, you know. not that many abortions no, that no. actually have fetal tissue to go around. Well, <laughs> and, and you know, the ones that have fetal tissue because of a very tragic late term because of some very horrible things, th oh. that's not... I don't know about Don't you guys. It. You have that company that's, you know, taking the stem cells and they're turning them into steaks nowadays. I'm excited for this because that means somebody's going to come up with their own homebrew kit for this, and you're going to be able to get human steaks. <laughs> you're going to be able to grow stem cells into human meats. And so, Why does that still disturb me? It does. I, I'm not okay. I, I, I just want to try it. That's all I'm saying. I just want to try it. I, I just want to know, what does human flesh taste like? I literally, <laughs> literally every other meat on the planet I am more okay with. Hell Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just so, I don't know. I mean, look, look. If you're, a, it's harm free. It's harm free. So yeah, there's that. No, I mean, no ethical. <laughs> well, no, and I don't even understand. I, I just look. Why? Oh. Why do people have a problem with eating fetuses? It, it's basically <laughs> just veal. It's just human veal. I have a funny story. So I had this incredibly Mormon white couple come up to my cheese island. Hang on. Before we get too far from the joke, keep that in mind. It's okay. suckling pig, Kyle. It's suckling pig. Okay? <laughs> okay. Christ, that's disgusting. <laughs> so I had this incredibly Mormon white couple come up to my cheese island. They were whispering back and forth to each other like for a while. And I was feeling like, did you have any questions for me? And they were near this one cheese called Out Blossom. Now, you guys have probably heard me talk about wash rind cheeses before, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Long-time listeners of the show will know that wash rind cheeses are stinkers, but they're very mild in flavor. Um, so this couple picks up Out Blossom, and Out Blossom is called that because you can't see the wash rind. It's covered in flowers and herbs, and it's a beautiful fucking cheese. I mean, really excellent absolutely gorgeously made cheese i could like the second i tasted it was like that's fantastic um <laughs> and i hadn't even seen how much it costs per dollar like per pound yet so <laughs> no it's, it's a beautiful cheese I was, I was really impressed um and so this couple was like we wanted to do a fancy super bowl party and we unwrapped this one and the smell was so bad and they were about to say you sold me a spoiled piece of cheese and i said that's how it's supposed to smell. And I had to explain to them how wash rind cheeses work. <laughs> and it was so funny because, like, it ended up in the culmination of her going, well, I was raised on Belvita, so blame my parents. And I was like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so writing for Barb Wire, uh, a conservative Christian website, Dobbin Meyer declares... Abortion is big business, and the government is actively involved in the promotion of research involving the use of fetal tissue. That's a nice term for aborted babies, he writes in parentheses here. No, it's not. Ever wonder where they get the fetal tissue? God, I can hear it in his voice. I can just fucking hear it in his voice, because this is exactly how he talks. Wonder wonder where they get the fetal tissue? That was more Bill Cosby. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> hey, Bill Cosby got moved to Gen Pop. I don't know if you guys saw that one. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> okay. So anyway, back to this shit. Uh, and what they uh, might be using, that's great, strong language there, Dave, when you're as a writer, mm. you know, fellow a writer critiquing a writer here. And what they might be using these aborted children for, question mark? Oh, that sentence. I hate that sentence so bad. Why food supplements? No, they're not. (laughs) Don't start a sentence like that. Why food supplements, additives, sweeteners, and he gets another comma, and and other things. That's a good question. Why? (laughs) Why would they use fetal tissue for food supplements? You see... (laughs) We got sweeteners from a lot of very easy to grow, yeah. cheap things that right. um, don't have restricted access really to their production. And then also, um, soy is basically the, f- the food additive. Soy. Right. <laughs> I remember having like um, sugarcane growing nearby when I was a kid growing up in the South. 
And it was fucking awesome that you can go cut a piece of it off and just walk around and suck on the bark of it, like the whole, not the bark, but the the shoot that's on the inside right. of it. Because yeah. it's like bamboo. And so, <laughs> anyway, not human beings, though. <sighs> yeah, you make, I, like, we're a not stabby never, stick out of it. You know, I've gone up to a honeysuckle and I've plucked the blossom and gone... But I've never done that with the fetus. The human's ear. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, I just thought about like, just, like cracking the back of it open. Just... <laughs> <laughs> never mind, Dave. I do that. I do that all the time. Every time I get pregnant, I've been pregnant lots, and then I have an abortion, and I'm just like, ooh, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have to play this only because I can guarantee. There goes our monetization. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A long time ago, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so he, he says that, uh, and other things for humans, beings, and just, yep, you read that right. I almost said you read no, that right. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Ingest is another slick term for eat. No, it's not a no, slick it, term. No, it's not a slick term. <laughs> He wrote this in an article. It's a a synonym. Uh, Okay. Now, here's the next paragraph. Majesting. You're imbibing. (laughs) Also imbibing. You're also slaking slaking that thirst that you have. That's another fancy fucking word. You want fancy words? I'll give you some fancy words. (laughs) Uh, Earlier today, I masticated. Well... Never mind. I know what that means. I know. Dirty ass minded people out there. Dirty fucking people out there. Come on. I would never refer to masturbation. <laughs> uh, he, and this is this is how he starts his next paragraph. I didn't finish at the top of my class. Well, clearly. <laughs> no clearly. shit, man. The article. The person that wrote this article said, "Thank you, Captain Obvious." <laughs> wow. We were they all. Said, so sure you did. They said, uh, that's the most salient remark that Dobbenmeyer makes in his absurd and bizarre rant. It might be the most salient <laughs> remark he's ever, ever. made. Yeah. Oh, here comes the butt. Here comes the butt. But? But I was pretty good in English. And I... I don't buy that for a minute. I, this article here for Proves example. This. <laughs> and I believe that ingesting fetal tissue would be classified as cannibalism. No. I mean if it's no. if you're I literally mean, eating baby flesh, yes, it's called it's cannibalism because you're eating human species, but Yeah, I guess technically, but like like if you like they get your red wings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a chance you might get the egg. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yogi. <laughs> I like that one. Okay. He said that uh just in case you don't like my tinfoil hat, the dictionary defines cannibalism as he goes to the dictionary argument. Uh-huh. <laughs> the uh-huh. actor practice of eating human flesh by mankind. I like, I don't like the thing is that, like, as his listener, you have to be like, but there's like, hang on a minute, how man. many what? abortions would that take? How many abortions does it take to get to the center of a tootsie roll pop? <laughs> like, how many 
abortions? A one? I mean, a yeah, two? To like that is a good question. How many abortions? How many abortions are in a tosi roll? <laughs> they are pretty fucking depressing. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh no! 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 <laughs> I I put it. That's why Neko had to go out of business. <laughs> they, they couldn't use any more fetuses. Oh, that's I miss my Neko wafers. Climb. That's exact food. The supplies, food yeah, the supplies just dried up. Yeah. That's why uh, food prices are on the rise. Yep. That guys. explains why I can't find candy cigarettes anymore either. Shit, it's the same oh, thing. Those were, what, those were like 100% fetus right that there. Powdered fetus. And he said if you're using fetal tissue, tissue for sweeteners, I mean, we all know that babies are the sweet meats. Babies are the sweetest <laughs> Only the girls, Only though. the girls. <laughs> oh, because the sugar, sugar and, and spice. spice. Yeah. Everything nice. All well, right. Well, so I mean, the, the fetuses are all girls. Oh, <laughs> they haven't. Point. They haven't. De- they Good haven't developed that yet. Good yeah. point. Good point. You're right. There's no boy fetuses. Yeah. Let's finish this abortion of a fucking <laughs> abort, abort. <laughs> Yep, we are eating our offspring. I often no. hear the refrain from pro-cannibalists. What? what? <laughs> I hear the refrain from pro-cannibalists and quote, how does my abortion affect you? It's none of your business what I do with my body. That's okay. They're well, calling people that get abortions pro-cannibalists now. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to the don't go to the cannibalist abortion clinic it's really creepy when the doctor walks out and he's just got a big straw Oops. <laughs> <laughs> it's a t-shirt pro cannibalist <laughs> <laughs> only the sweetest the of meats dumbest thing i've ever heard like <laughs> dolphinmeyer has said some stupid fucking shit but this one is especially, oh, mwah, uh, and yes, so he. It's not that, just that. It's got to be. It's got to be a. It's just got to be a treat when you finally go to the abortion doctor and he brings out the like curly fun straw too. Um, you know <laughs> the that's one from uh, Killer Clowns in Outer Space. That was yep, my kind. best abortion. I gotta say, of the many abortions I have had, <laughs> was the one so where they I, gave you the straw. <laughs> The curly straw. I know, because it could reach all the way from down there up to your mouth. It's a fun little roller coaster ride. It was fun, and it was sweet. You know, it's almost like it's almost like drinking one of those strawberry lemonades where it has the strawberry chunks. (laughs) I cannot believe we just did this. I cannot believe we just did this this one. Just chunks. We're punchy. (laughs) This one is one of our worst. No one should watch this video. How did you make it this far? This is horrible. Oh my god. Uh, okay, and then he he finishes it off. He says, "Except, <laughs> except it does affect me when I swallow little Susie's DNA in a soft drink." It's made funnier to me because the quoted article has it spelled as "accept," like "accept it does affect me." Like Whoa. I accept that it does affect instead of X except no. the guy that said I was pretty good in English, but I didn't finish at the top of my class wrote except instead of accept. <laughs> I accept little losing into myself. 
<laughs> oh my god. But we're missing the main point here is that most of these Christians, Catholics especially, are fucking cannibals, guys. Yeah. <laughs> they all do their Eucharist shit, don't they? <laughs> and so Snopes. <laughs> <laughs> Snopes. <laughs> did, did Snopes get in on this one? Snopes, Snopes had to. <laughs> it says it says on Snopes it says Did Snopes confirm that we're not like consuming little Susie? Did <laughs> okay. Neither Pepsi nor any U.S. food company is manufacturing or selling any consumable products that, quote, are actually made using the cell <laughs> tissue of unborn babies that were murdered through abortion, end quote. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, that liberal bias is showing there's no... <laughs> yeah, that liberal bias. Man, we really are shutting down those... Yeah, that, that liberal bias towards the truth, you know, <laughs> it'll fuck you every time. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Coach Dave, really? Well, Susie, at least you went on to nourish other lives. Your death meant something. I take this in remembrance of you. <laughs> All right, everyone, from now on, before every bite, thank you, Susie. <laughs> I'm, I'm more afraid of the like somebody's DNA being on the outside of the soft drink. Fuck it. Fuck it. Wash your produce and wash your cans before you drink out of them, people. <laughs> and really wash your produce. I have seen those shit that like just that just falls on the ground. <laughs> I've worked in grocery stores. I know what I'm talking about. Put it back. And they should. They can't. <laughs> they don't that does not make any sense for them to take the time to wash it. You wash it. Don't be lazy. Especially your lettuce. Always wash your lettuce. Oh, dear God. And sprouts, don't even trust them. Don't, don't trust buy sprouts. <laughs> well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right, folks. Well, that does it for this week. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out. Or better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything. Like the following people, as soon as I give you a quick little reminder that we are out of town next week. There will be episodes. There will be stuff on YouTube. Don't worry. I have you all covered. I just might not be able to interact with most of you people if that's how you're trying to get in touch with me. Uh... We're not going to have an uncut show, no live stream next week. I'm just giving everybody the heads up that might be missing out on the stuff that we're talking about here. So let's go ahead and thank those patrons for their continued support of the show. We have Evidence-Based Radio, Lorna Jerome, Amber Mulvaney, Cindy Spear, Eric Hall, Michael Stevens, Peter Hockley, Randall Gaz, Robert X, 
Ashton Phoenix, CPT Miller 132, Fenno 3000, Gary Gerfin, Kimberly Kellogg, Michael Walker, Satan's Little Monkey, Celia Gray, A Light in the Dark, Angela Dick, Anwin Davies, Artawin, Cecilia Antonio, Darcy Bowman, Dave Lindop, Dave Hicks, Delroy the Goose, Desire Lynn Ward, E.J. Allen, a new patron this week, Fighting for Secular Freedom, George Green, Lord Caitiff, Mike Smuda, Mike Bo Bowman, Mike Yoakum, Mr. Bible Pants, Mr. Mahoney, Patrick Neary, Rosabelle Houghton, at Shited Sprider, Some Random, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Angelica Pearson, Brooke Breitenbach, C. Lynn, Danny Lopez, hey, Jeff Linville's back, welcome back, sir, Jacob Bream, Joshua Abadie, Skeptic Mafia, Stephen Andrus, Timothy Smith, Michael Thompson, Michael Lundgren, and Will Nash, and we also have Andrew Medina, Brian Ross, Joseph, and a new patron, Michael. Lord, welcome to the show. Robert Levine, Roger Bush the Fourth, and Jazza G. Thank you all so very much for the support. It really does mean a ton to us. We have a tech refresh coming up here pretty soon. Some of the equipment has started rolling in, and I'm trying to make it fucking work. That's why we were late for our live stream this week. But before we wrap this up, I need to remind the folks that we're okay if you don't have the ability to share your love for the show via Patreon. There are multiple methods people can use to show your support. Find us on YouTube and subscribe there, or just leave us a review on whatever service you use to catch us on. Or shoot us an email or a text. We will get around to it. We don't answer them all immediately. We will get back to you, because this show would be absolute garbage without our listeners. And with that, it's time to bring episode number 236 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. message, every comment ever made by trolls will retroactively be given a tag with the author's name, location, and full internet history. Fuck. It's time once again for that wonderful segment called Comments from Trolls. And uh, we've got one in particular that I really wanted to share with you guys. Uh, it comes from a guy that goes by the name Simple Man, which... Oh. He, he left another it's one. On the nose. It, he, yeah. He left another one at one point, and I think I might have deleted it because I'm like, ugh, that's mean. <laughs> Just deleting that one. <laughs> and then he left another one, which was even longer. And, you know, it's in all caps. So, you know. With, yeah, with that bizarre punctuation that people do. Six uh, period ellipses, you know. Commas are not, like, three commas doesn't better make your point. I do not understand that ever in anyone using it and this guy in particular took umbrage with the fact that we were talking about we're not your friends when we were doing the the guy that left us a comment from trolls what? last week it's like okay, okay i think we made it but think we stated our case pretty well he <laughs> took umbrage with that i missed took, that yeah he this was on the we're not friends uh patreon oh not the the comments from trolls yeah. where we did the uh, five thousand yeah. word essay that the guy mm -hmm. sent us and it's like Let's talk, guys. Let, let's have a little powwow here. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he says, lose one for 300. Uh, I was like, yeah, because yeah. we gained 300 subs and we lost one. 
how are you fighting me on this? Your mis misspelled your misspelled your yeah. Just a loser, that's true. <laughs> a loser with five k subs in five years. Bitch, I have not been on YouTube for five years. No, no, no. So, your channel, your channels, not even like apostrophe s. Rally, R E L L Y, growing. It, it is because yeah. last year we were at like seven or eight hundred subs, and we're at like fifty six hundred as of my last checking tonight. So, yeah. And your buddy has makeup on. <laughs> oh my god! Which one? He does? Who? Who? Do I? Where? Me? Do you? No. I, no. I don't have any makeup on. Fuck that. No. No, who could it possibly be? Hmm. Mystery hmm. will never be solved. That's it's the guy hole man. <laughs> <laughs> With his guy balls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. And you guys are brainless. You could have used a period here. Watched five men, M I N, get out, guys. Stop making your hundreds of YouTube videos in your parents' basements. No. Well, Felicia is in her parent, her I mom's am. basement, but th fuck yeah. you for but saying. Well, no, she, it's hers she now. owns it. Yeah, it's, it's hers. So. Yeah. Uh it is. It has been fully established. This is uh, my home. Yes. Uh, and, yes. Uh, my my mother owns it, but uh, somebody had to take care of it when she moved away. So this is all my basement. I own the basement. I own all of this wonderful basement. <laughs> I don't have a basement. I'm in my bedroom. <laughs> but it's it's in my house. And I just love how they're saying, "Get out of your parents' basements, man." If I could, if I cared enough about my parents and I still like them as people. And I could still be living with them and not paying rent. Shit, man, really? <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, really not. That's really not an insult. <laughs> yeah, well, they keep using it like that. Like, so they, I, I really think it's people who uh, struggle financially, mm -hmm. and uh, by and large, who struggle financially, who are ashamed. I've had it hard, so therefore you should too. <laughs> yeah, they're ashamed of their inability to succeed financially <laughs> because they've been told that's a personal failing, and so they project that outward and try to use financial struggles or whatever like they assume that someone would live with their parents for financial struggles not for a myriad of other reasons yeah. uh and they use that as a way to shame because they feel ashamed for being financially unsuccessful uh the thing is um that's not why i live here so <laughs> and also like I, I like a whole like just a room pretty much dedicated to podcasting and some, some boxes so <laughs> Change is coming with that one soon. Uh, and yeah, like, I'm so excited. <laughs> stop making Same your change. hundreds of YouTube videos. No. No. no I'm going to I'm gonna continue making these hundreds of YouTube videos because... Oh, wait. No, sorry. We have to stop. Some guy on the internet told us to stop. <laughs> uh, oh. He's, he because, made a damn good point. Because, I mean, as our viewership ramps up, you know, up and up and up and up and up and up, we have this gigantic back catalog that people like to go through and they yeah. like to watch all the other stuff we've had. I've now got three or four people going through. I get comments every fucking day from the same people. And it's like, I can see they're looking at the stuff that's like over two years ago. Oh, I'm like, wow. I'm like, you are a brave person because I don't even like going back into <laughs> the catalog. those waters, I will not venture. <laughs> well, and one of them, like somebody left a comment. It was when Kyle and I were doing a episode 
and it was the sausage party where we had Matthew Suhaida and a bunch of other uh, someone else that was on there. And I'm just going back and I'm like, Wait, Whoa. we had Matthew Shuhaida on this show? Yeah, you weren't here. She, he oh, came yeah. on. Oh, <laughs> that's this was, oh, that's right. I wasn't This was here. like December of founding year of the show. This was a wow. long fucking time ago. So. Wow, that creepy motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, and so that's back when we just screen capped all of Skype. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Instead... We've gotten better. And so anyway, let's go back with this, what this guy's saying. Instead of staying indoors all day making videos, go get laid, Pepple. Or people. I I do. As much as I can. <laughs> as much as well, I'm wait. allowed. As much as my mistress does, lets me. You know? does, 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 it, does he want us to not stay indoors or get laid? Because I'm sorry. I don't want to do that outside. We're getting closer to the 1st right of May. It's very wet and cold very, out very there. Very, very cold. <laughs> I mean, First been there, May. done that. Outside First of May. is not the place to do that. First of outdoor, May. <laughs> outdoor fucking starts today. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he says next, he says, God is real. Citation needed. Uh, you'll see when you guys go to hell. I mean, I wait, wait, can't how, fucking for the wait. Company? I'm sorry, for the but, company? For, but for everything I've read, God is not in hell. So how are we gonna see? I, I, fuck I, you guys! I, I'm getting employee of the quarter when I go down there. <laughs> oh, I have a whole plan. There's gonna be a revolution. It's basically the exact same thing I'm about up here. You know, just yeah. I just I like the web comic that exists where the guys like here. Here's your job, and they hand him a pitchfork, and he's poking souls in hell, and he's like, huh? And he's like. Can I get a second pitchfork? <laughs> and he gets a second one, and all of a sudden he's employee of the month. <laughs> I could do this much better with two pitchforks. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh shit! You guys can't wait to get to hell with Lucifer. 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 Yeah, yeah. Okay. And this was originally how I had the screen capped as like this this uh -huh. comment, and that was it. Yeah, because it's hilarious. Just he went there. That's special. hilarious. He yeah. went back. And updated. He edited this comment to add in this extra shit at the very oh, end here. And he doubles the comment length here. And it's like, what? Did you like not have enough of it when you're like, nyeh, nyeh, I'm going to be mean to these people? And you're like, I wasn't mean enough. I think, no, I think he got, he, he got about halfway through the video and realized. Oh, he watched some more. To say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he says, oh, yeah. And 1M views. Uh, we have like 1,400 or 1. 1.4 million or something like that right now, which yeah. to me is a still an astonishing fucking number, you know? Yeah, that's that's a lot. More than I had from any podcast I had ever done in the past. Let me tell you that right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Downloads for this show compared to views on YouTube. Jesus fucking Christ, guys. Huge difference, yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, pretty... you're missing a lot of the context because it's... Yeah. it's we're funny with our faces. The, yeah, yeah, do the whole show. And, what, and the yeah. the really really funny thing is like we hit one million in December and we're already at uh -huh. one point four in it, February. It, so it, yeah. fuck you. Um, <laughs> it's going up. There's this thing called exponential growth that you uh -huh. might have heard about. You know, mm -hmm. as well, long as you're I putting mean, out pretty much the same. As long as you're putting out pretty much the same content and people like it, people like it, more people are going to come out and like it. And the weird thing about human mentality is they're going to what what gets a lot of people to to finally say, I'm going to subscribe to this isn't like, hey, I like this content. These are good people. 
don't get me wrong, there's some that do that. They go, they have X amount of subscribers. That means they're popular. I'm going to watch them. How you know? many new subscriptions were from Peter Coffin being like, you should watch this? And I was like, okay. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. But we haven't found our Rainmaker yet, so we'll, we'll get there one of these days. Right. I have been working with a bunch of other people that are um, like Godless Iowan. He has like almost 4,000. I've been working on cross-promoting with those guys, mainly because they do their live streaming while I'm at work and bored. So <laughs> I get to just talk shit with them. Okay, so pretty pathetic, Pebble. Get one million views on one video. You can barely get views for how many video... <sighs> Whatever. Pretty pathetic, guys. How many videos and, do you got? Use on, buddy. I didn't even look. Probably none. Probably none. <laughs> Probably none. Yeah. yeah, put in the work, then come bitch at us. Uh, and this is for you, Felicia. Or is he talking to? Is he talking to me? Uh, tell know. your chick her bra don't fit because she keeps fucking with her boobs. What's wrong with boobs? You got a problem with boobs? <laughs> that's got to get time coded from some people <laughs> and they keep falling out and it's not because her boobs are big it's because she's big um one um, not, no, no. not big she's small no s-m-o-l clearly you've ne clearly you've never met felicia yeah the camera this is forced perspective guys <laughs> yeah yeah i look like i'm relatively close to their size i am not uh <laughs> Second she's of all, proportional. She's proportioned as a regular human. She doesn't have any dwarfism. No, no, no. I she's am. Just... I, I am remarkably proportionate. In fact, it's just all. Um, <laughs> but I, I do have large breasts. Um, I, you clearly don't know how breasts work, sir. So oh, let me explain oh, it not. to you. <laughs> Some women will lose breasts if they lose weight. I don't. And I really don't have that much weight to lose. In fact, my waist size is well within the recommended size by the American Diabetes Association for maximal health. My blood pressure and heart rate are both just fabulous. All my hormone levels come in great. All of my tests come back great. Basically, I'm the picture of health. Oh, and I work out a ton. I have a lot of muscle strength and I have uh, really good endurance nowadays. So, <laughs> if a woman dare deign your screen and not be a size zero, apparently she is now big. <laughs> and I wore a smaller bralette just for you, sweetheart. He <laughs> said, but obviously, canner it's supposed, supposed to be can't afford a new bra, whatever. Uh, you poor guys. And then he did, one. One, he did a whole bunch of commas. Uh, karma's a bitch. You guys will see. Real. I thought you said God was real. Those two things are not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't Either mesh God's together. Real no. Karma's real. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, karma's a bitch. You guys will see. And I'm sure you guys talk shit like this to people in public. I was at the 4th of July parade and my elected official came by. This was during Obama's presidency. And I and they were not bringing in anybody for a fucking Senate vote to bring in Kavanaugh, not Kavanaugh, fuck him, um, Garland. Garland, Merrick Garland. And I yelled at my fucking congressperson. I'm like, do your fucking job. I have called my congresspeople multiple times. I have messaged back and forth with me in love. Yeah. 
with Mia Love. I have uh, personally looked at people in the face and said, that's racist. Um, I have... So for you to say that we don't do this in public, no, we're exactly as we pretend to be in public on this show. Yeah, sure. I Otherwise, a, maybe a, a little, maybe a little more, maybe a little more uh, polite, ranty, <laughs> because we don't have time constraints. <laughs> it, it's going, to, it's really going to depend who who I'm talking to. Uh, um, yeah, exactly. I, I am. I I operate on several different levels in public, depending on who I'm talking to and where I am. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, not going to do but, anything. Going to get my ass fired. How's that? That's oh, that's yeah. capitalism. Sorry. Yeah. Coercion, coercion of starving and homelessness. Yeah. No, but I mean, generally speaking, uh, no. Yeah, I, I want this guy to, to say. Yeah. I want this guy to say this when I had a meeting with my, um, let's just say, super fucking high up there supervisor. You know, yeah. the the same person that talks to, uh, let's just say, heads of state kind of thing. Yeah. And I was talking with this guy, and we disagreed politically. And he was talking about Elizabeth Warren. I don't like Elizabeth Warren. She got my friend that was the senator out of his job. And I said, your friend was an asshole. <laughs> I said that to, to the boss. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? People prefer it when you don't mince words when you're talking about certain things. Yeah. So don't tell me I don't do this shit in public. You know? I have actively confronted people to their face multiple times. Yep. Many, many times. Yes. We'll continue to do it. Oh, and he finishes it off with a scene you're kind and you talk shit online, but face to face, you're fucking cowards. Oh, trust me, honey. I'd say the same thing to your damn face. <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah. Pr projection much simple, man. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <sighs> nope. 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 This is not exactly. We're not exactly anonymous here. No. <laughs> I know, just, right? Just want to say. My name's out oh. there. Everything I do and say, my name is attached to it. So no, I'm not anonymous. This is Sorry, my face. I was, I was pointing at my. I was pointing at my name. <laughs> yeah, you're my anonymous. name's here somewhere. <laughs> my name is also here. Uh, above your left shoulder, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Same thing with Felicia. <laughs> so, yes, we do this in public, asshole. <laughs>